You're listening to the Sensuality Project Podcast, where the messiness of real life gets sexy, hosted by Stacey Herrera. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Episodes contain profane language and topics of a sexual nature that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to another episode of the Sensuality Project Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Herrera. Are we, what are we, what are we in the third week of January? Second week, third week of January. And yeah, 2018 is expansive. 2018 is is expansive and not without challenge, but so much expansion. Like it feels really spacious here. I feel like there's so much space for all the things. Like I feel like everything is possible. Of course, you know, we're only three weeks in, so I guess I should be feeling very optimistic and open about it, right? Are you? I hope you're feeling like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot has happened this year already in these very short three weeks. There has been a lot of movement, a lot of really great conversations. I think that energy is shifting and the feminine is feeling really empowered and yeah, it's it's really, really nice. I'm enjoying that. And my guest this week, we talk a lot about we talk a lot about all the things that have been going on. And this episode was recorded back in late 2017. So some of the things might seem dated, but they're still very relevant. We explore a lot of the things associated with the Me Too movement and we talk about we talk about everything and we are very candid. So my guest is Steph- is Stephanie Williams and she's also a podcaster. She's so fucking funny. I laughed so much during this episode. I laughed all over again hilariously while I was editing this episode because she's just really real and really just naturally funny. Like she's funny as hell. She's got this really great laugh. Like you know, um, Sophia Wise one has a really great laugh too. So, last week's episode, like they, I love, I love when I can feel someone who is laughing genuinely, and both of them are like that. So Stephanie is got a really great laugh. But on this episode, we talk about a lot of hot topics and controversial topics. Like we explore race, we give opinions, we talk about our experiences. So I just want to disclaim for anyone who might be sensitive or easily offended that nothing that we said during this episode was intended to be offensive. We were merely sharing our appearing, uh, our appearance, our experiences and our opinions about certain subjects as everyone is entitled to do. So, um, yeah, but, but I want, I, I, I'm glad to be having the kinds of conversations that might spark dialogue around, you know, even tender subjects, because I truly believe that in order for us to transform out of the murkiness that we have found ourselves in as a culture and as a society. I believe that in order for us really to move out of it, dialogue is our most important tool for making change. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to have a platform to be able to talk about everything And this was one of those conversations. So I know you're going to enjoy it. I'm going to stop talking now. So listen up. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so first question. Okay. Ashy lips or crusty toes? If you don't have a, if you had to choose between the two, <laughs> which two? Which one would you choose? Ashy since lips or crusty toes? Ooh, since I ain't uh, touching no fucking feet. Oh God, I have to go with the toes because I ain't touching your feet and I ain't kissing no ashy lips. <laughs> I ain't looking at him. It's like, uh-uh. uh-uh. Yeah, you know, I one time, I one time dated a guy, long time. I dated him for a long time. And I had never seen his feet. He always kept his socks on. And oh. I didn't think much of it. He had told me that he had been, you know, um, that his feet were kind of messed up from being in the service or whatever. And I had never seen them. And then there was this one day that I had been wearing my contact lenses for a couple of days and I took them off because my eyes got irritated. But you know, like when I took them off, I couldn't see that well. Like it was like, I normally couldn't see, but it was really bad because I had been used to seeing so many days in a row. And that particular day he came over and he took a shower and I was squinting so hard trying to see his feet. And I couldn't because I literally couldn't see. So I no. never did in all of those years. I never, ever saw his feet. <laughs> what? I never Girl. saw him. I never saw him. Because after that one, that one time, like I was squinting and there was like a candlelight going. So it like the, the light was flickering so much. So I was really straining and I still oh. couldn't see them. So after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm just not meant to see those feet because I was worried <laughs> that if I saw them, I might like my feelings might change. <laughs> mm. Man, you'd be like Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. Right? You'd be like, what? Mm, get out the bed. Let me get out of here. <laughs> mm. Exactly. No. Exactly. Let's see. So what's your, like, I know that you like cocktails. What's your go-to drink if you are on a bad date? Oh, Lord. Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> I need something strong. Hennessy. <laughs> Henny and Coke. Bring me a Henny and Coke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need something strong. I need to, like, somehow forget this night. Get out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) I would say Patron. However, that might like loosen me up a little bit. And I'd be like, no, mm -mm. I might try to, I might try to fuck this dude. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. Let me get some Henny because that'll just make me mean. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. Last question. Okay. okay, this one is like a descriptor. So I'm going to give you two descriptors, three descriptors, and then you tell me what the what the thing is. Okay. So first one, I'm into leather and handcuffs. Two, my big stick hangs from my waist. And three, I can pull out when you least expect it. What am I? Wait, say the first one again. I'm into leather and handcuffs. Okay. My, my big stick hangs from my waist and I can pull out when you least expect it. Oh gosh. Oh man. I, I should be good at these and I'm not. What's going on with I'm me? I'm not good at them. I'm not. I, I was gonna say either a cop or a closet, and now I don't know. Well, I think that you're good at them because it's policemen. What? <laughs> Cause I was like, wait, pull out of any spot. I'm like, hold up. Like Look, yep, you're good at them. <laughs> Yay! You know, there have been very I think I think you're like maybe like the third person since I've been doing the podcast that that has got them. I never get those because my really? brain is in the gutter immediately. Because <laughs> I was like, pull out. Because oh, all of her was loving handcuffs. I'm like, oh, word? 
Look, speaking of leather and handcuffs, look, speaking of leather and handcuffs, is is that your flavor if someone says, you know, like, can I tie you up? Is it yay or nay? It's a yay. But it's got to be somebody that I had that connection with, like some random dude that I just met who, or I swipe right on. Yeah, I'm going to tie you up. Sir, you could rob me. Oh, uh -uh. (laughs) like, uh, I just met you, sir. But if this is my boo, mm -mm, we trying this. I heard that. I heard that. You know, there's so many things when I was younger that I just, Mm -hmm. I think when I was younger, I... I objected to a lot of things just because of conditioning and not because of my own right. like, pleasure, you know? So there were a right. lot of things that I was just like, mm-mm, I'm not, mm-mm. <laughs> You're like, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. But, but like now, now no, I'm like, no. you know, if I feel safe with the person, I'm mm-hmm. with it. I'm with it. Like, I'll try it once. Like, unless it's something yeah. that's just, unless it's gross or groceries. My My little nephew used to say groceries. Like, unless it's groceries. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, now he, he I don't want to do that. That's groceries. That's what he used to say. He's like, "Oh, that's groceries." So, um, unless it's gross, I'm I'm with it, but I'm not I mean, I don't okay. have any I don't think I have any kinks, but you know, that's relative. I don't think right, I have any right. kinks. So, the the kinky things that I have tried, it was the other person that that desired that. It wasn't necessarily necessarily me i'm i think i'm pretty vanilla but i but i'm willing to like add mm. on to the sunday you know if, if that's your flavor yeah, yeah. i'm that's willing, what it I'll, is i'll go with it yeah i'm, I'm the base of the sunday but if you want to add like whipped cream and caramel and hot fudge and a cherry and then nuts mm. I'm, I'm, okay okay add that. let's see if it tastes good i mean you can find out. I'm like, if it's bad, it's just a mistake you made once. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, because you don't have to do anything more than once. And you can you can stop in the middle if you want to. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be like, you know what? I thought I wanted to try this with you, but I'm not really feeling it. And it's completely okay right. if you stop. Right, right, right. Which, you know, which is the thing, like, especially like in today's climate where like all this, you know, mm-hmm. accusation and harassment and stuff. I think that it's a really oh, important. Lord. Right. And it's a new one. And there's a new one. Who, who's the new one? Mario Batali. <gasps> I didn't hear yes. that. I, I didn't hear that. Look, it, I'm already seeing his little out. rosy cheeks on the um, food network. Because like, a friend of mine on Facebook went, are you surprised by Mario Batali? I'm like, wait, what is he dead? What? Don't, no. I didn't hear that. <laughs> yes, four women accused him. He is stepping away from all of his uh, businesses and being pulled from the chew. You know, can I just say that um, it ain't gonna be no men working. Like <laughs> that's fine with me. It ain't gonna but, be no men working. Ain't gonna be no men. Yeah, let y'all niggas stay home and raise the kids. Stay home. I, it's safe for you there. <laughs> wow, I didn't hear that. It just came out, probably. So I guess they've been reporting it all day. I haven't really been paying attention. I've been paying more attention to the Keaton Jones thing. So I didn't see that. Wow. I mean, I yeah. guess I'm not surprised by anybody anymore. You can't. You know, I'm I'm not surprised by anyone. I would say that the one person that I probably was the most disappointed in was Russell Simmons. Hmm, that's interesting. I was, I was disappointed. I think because... Like He's I, Uncle Russ. Yeah. And I love the whole Zen shit. You know, I was with that. <laughs> so, right. I, yeah. Right, I, right, right, right. Because I'm like, no, like, I can't say I was shocked, but I was I was disappointed. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I yeah. haven't really attached any. Not that I didn't attach that much personal feeling to that. It was just like, oh, I'm disappointed mm-hmm. in you kind of thing. But I didn't give it that much, you know, weight. But it's interesting. I think that 
based on the, the, the men in my own life and my own experiences, I think the reason that it seems so insidious right now is because a lot of men you know, so, I mean, obviously the ones that have been broadcasted the loudest have been really extreme cases. But I think a lot of men have been completely clueless to to the ways that they were actually harassing women. Like exactly. some of like, them really didn't guys, fucking know. Yeah. They're like, what? Like some guys are like, I can't even hug a woman now. Wait a minute, sir. We're not talking about you. We're not talking about you can't hug your coworker that you've known for four years. We're ta- We're not talking about you. If you actually are looking like, at these women who have been raped and sexually assaulted and sexually harassed and going, well, I mean, I can't hug a woman now. I'm like, no, if you're a predator, you can't do these things. Right, right. If you're not a predator, then you're totally fine. Exactly. And can you just ask her if it's all fucking K? Like, you know, all you have to do. Is it so do- hard to say? Is, it, is must so hard? it must be. Like, all you have to do <laughs> is say, may I have a hug? And she gets to then choose yes or no. Yeah. I mean, how dare this woman, like, have a choice in the matter of who touches her? Mm-hmm. I mean, how dare you? It's crazy to me, too, guys. It's crazy to me, too. You know, I think, too, though, like, I think the biggest, the the conversation, and I think I talked about this on another episode. I don't know if it's aired or not. But the biggest conversation that's not being had, though, is the touch deprivation that creates this kind of behavior to begin with. Because men are touch deprived. Mm. They're touch deprived. Okay. And, you know, like as women, we get to touch one another well beyond our once we you know, once we get into the double digits numbers where people just don't think you're as cute anymore, you know, because that's like a thing. So, <laughs> you know, when people don't look at you and this with the same level of adoration as they do when you're really small. Girls still are allowed to touch one another. Like we're we're allowed to hug exactly. and hold yeah, hands yeah. and stuff. Boys don't get that though. Like once they Mm-mm. get to a certain age, once you know the last the last touch comes from their mama, and once she gets That's once true. you know once he gets to the age where he starts being ripe, you know where he outside playing and come in smelling like a puppy dog. She don't want to do it either. And <laughs> and after that, nobody's like touching. Like so, you know, like largely. Aside from fist bumps and maybe bumping into people accidentally in the hallway at school, they're really not getting touched. You know, especially if if they happen to be if they happen to be um, what society labels as not on the attractive curve. And Mm. so so maybe and, and you notice. A lot of these dudes, they not really that cute. These ones that's on this, that's, they're not that, I mean, and I'm not saying yeah. that handsome is, I mean, I'm by societal standards, not what people deem attractive either. I mean, I, I'm fucking sexy as hell, but that's my own personal opinion. But I'm um, hello. Uh, right. Like, but according to what society deems as attractive, I don't fit mm-hmm. that bill either. So I'm just saying, but the men that have been, getting in trouble right about now. They aren't the people that when you look that some that will be like sexiest man alive. That's very true. Somebody brought that up because, you know, they were like, you know, all you know how memes are like the thing now. Mm-hmm. And someone put a meme up like, you know, would you call it sexual harassment if like Chris Hemsworth did this? No. And you just kind of go That's that's the truth. Ugh. It's like, let me tell you something. He he'd have to keep his hands off. His hands would be fine all over me and if he touched me I'd be like well I gotta suck this dick that's how I feel <laughs> <laughs> well 
I'm sucking some dick tonight. That's how I feel. But you know what? But, I mean, we're making you know, light of it, but that shit is real because even even when we are just in our regular life, like we're not Hollywood, you know, celebrity or nothing. We just regular folks doing regular shit on a regular basis. But even in your regular life, if you go out on a date with a dude that isn't that cute and he starts pressuring you for sex, you got a bigger problem with it. You, It wouldn't even be a conversation if he was hot. And he was like, come on, you know, come on, Stephanie, let's, you'll be like, all right. Right, exactly. I mean, that's just real. And, and I think that the other piece to the, to the touch deprivation thing that's really, that's really important. And nobody wants to admit it, but attractive people get treated better, period, by their parents, by society, by everyone. And if you are not what someone deems is attractive, like on a societal scale, even as a child, you're treated differently. And if you're, if you were just an awkward child that grew up to be an awkward adult, which is exactly what we're seeing the most of, these are like awkward adult men that are having Mm -hmm. these issues. And so they're being touched less because dating is even, even when your money get long. Because a lot of these dudes got long, long cash, right? Even right, when your right. money gets long, you still not able to pull the kind of chicks that Brad Pitt. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what's interesting? And it's kind of like, hit, like it was like splatter against the wall and just kind of went away. Ed Westwick, the guy from Gossip Girl, I think Gossip Girl, he's somewhat, he's an attractive guy to some. I don't know. I wouldn't fuck him. But um, <laughs> he's attractive. But apparently he raped some girl, some girl alleged that he, he raped her. And this story like went like viral for a few hours and literally nobody is talking about that. Yeah, I and was he's an say, attractive I haven't guy. heard that. I and haven't heard that. Exactly. This was weeks ago. And I'm like, huh, it just, it's like it almost just went away. Because it makes a difference. And he, right, it's like, because he was like, I don't even know her. Hmm. Oh, so it's kind of like that story of Ed Westwick raped some woman allegedly. It just kind of like died down. It's like, hmm. don't even hear about it anymore. And he's not the, he doesn't fit the, he's not attractive mold. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's an attractive guy. Yeah. I still wouldn't fuck him, but I can see he's pretty. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, and you know, attraction is relative. I get that. But, right, but there right. are like, even if the person isn't your type, because there are a mm-hmm. lot of men, you know, let's just use celebrity because people will relate to that, you know, universally. Yeah. But there yeah. are a lot of celebrity men that, that I look at them and I think, oh, he's cute, but but not for me. Like, I wouldn't want to be with exactly. him kind of thing. But but it's not that I can't look at him and think like he's cute and yeah. c- cute people yeah. get treated differently. I mean, cute babies get treated differently by their parents. That shit is real. Like if you have an ugly baby, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people struggle when their baby is ugly. They won't they say it out. They, they won't say it out loud because we would judge that. It's true. You know, I knew one person. I only could think of one person, and I won't even give a descriptor of how I know her because it would be really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> So I won't give a descriptor of how I know her, but this, and this was probably 20 years ago or something, but she would say, I know my baby is ugly about her son. She would say that. I know my baby is ugly. And, and she had a daughter after him that she thought was cute. And she would say that he was, she would say that about her son. She never said that about her daughter. I know, and I know my baby is ugly. And, and it's interesting because when I heard that, cause I heard it third party, and I was like, her baby looked like her family. Like, <laughs> what is she talking about? <laughs> they look like, he look like y'all. What you mad for? What? But oh yes, yes, she, but she, the, she's the only person that I can think of 
that actually said it out loud. But people mm-hmm. do like, okay. but even from a scientific perspective, like when you like research, like the senses and sight and stuff, that's one of the things that they, that has been, that that's been documented that attractive people get treated differently, including by their parents. That's true. That's true. So, you know, imagine, you know, imagine being Harvey Weinstein, like he funny looking. Girl, yeah, of course you, so you. You can't even get nobody to willingly. You gotta, you gotta force them to see your dick. Like you gonna see this dick today. You exactly. know what I mean? Like exactly. So I mean, I'm just saying. Like I mean, you know, it's it's funny, you know, but it's mm-hmm. not funny. You know what I mean? Like it's we're making fun, but the truth is, is that there's a whole conversation about all of this that is not being had about touch deprivation and about the difference between how attractive people are treated compared to people that aren't deemed attractive because it is not accidental that the majority, and I can't think of a single one, like I didn't see the Gossip Girl guy thing, but I can't think yeah. of, I mean, I can't think of anybody else that I'd be like, what, him? Every one of them, you like, yep, I, I, yep, I can see you doing that. Yeah, you know, it's really funny because I've talked to a couple of people and they were very surprised about Matt Lauer. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't put it past anybody. I, I wasn't surprised at Matt Lauer, you know, I wasn't surprised surprised at him i wasn't either i was like no i'm not surprised um they shipped somebody to the other side of the country because of him wow and curry is gone it's like uh i was i told somebody i was like two words natalie morales she now works in california mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. like uh this man it's like uh-uh I, but even if I didn't know, like, hear all the different rumors about him. You know, I'd have been like, eh, I'm not surprised. But the whole thing with Harvey Weinstein, that had been rumors. They joked about it openly at award right. shows for years. Because uh, apparently Seth Seth McFarlane is an oracle because they be predicting shit on Family Guy. He really, he joked about it at an award show. Right. I'm like, he joked, they joked about Trump being president on Family Guy years ago. They did it, they did it on The Simpsons too. Right. Like, they were like, Donald Trump's going to be president. I'm that like, shit is crazy. But I'm like, they they got they got like a time machine on those shows because mm-hmm. the shit be real. Like, <laughs> like they, can also, you predict, they also joked about. Can you predict um, something else? Ke- it was Kevin Spacey was on the Family Guy. There was an episode where Stewie really, said, yeah, where there was an episode where Stewie said something about like um, getting trapped in Kevin Spacey's apartment or something crazy. Like, I can't remember the exact line, but yeah, it was like a, it was a, it was a Kevin Spacey joke that alluded to him being like a pedophile. Are you serious? Yep. Well, mm-hmm. That's like, I haven't watched Family Guy in a while. And it's funny that I'm talking about The Simpsons. I still watch The Simpsons, but I haven't watched the family. I haven't watched Family Guy in a while. I haven't watched South Park in a while. And I just watched their most recent one when they were, I guess, making fun of Trump, even though they said in the new season, South they Park is to still do that. on? South Park is still on, girl. Look, how slow am I? I did not know. The only reason I know about <laughs> Family Guy, I have a daughter. She's 22. And when, oh, okay. when, when she eats, she either has to listen to classical music or she has to watch Family Guy. I don't know what that's, that's about. That's interesting. Yeah, she, she, you know, even if she's on her cell phone, like if we're at home and we're not like uh-huh. having a group dinner, like if it's just her eating mm-hmm. by herself, like those are the things. She's like, I have to put on Family Guy or she has to listen to it. If, if we eat as a group, that's really it's classical interesting. music. Yeah, like if we're sitting down to eat wow. together, it has to be classical. But if she's eating huh. by herself, huh. it's Family Guy. I don't know where she got that huh. from, but it's a thing. Huh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, so I ear hustle on Family Guy more than <laughs> I actually watch it. I ear hustle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Seth MacFarlane and his writers apparently know some shit because, um, and they don't have no problem about 
saying something and waiting for it to come to fruition. Mm. <laughs> that is crazy to me. That is so crazy. You know, I wasn't surprised at Kevin Spacey either. You know, but I was I was I was saddened by Kevin Spacey for selfish reasons because one of the okay. things I liked so much about him was that I didn't know shit about him. You know? That's what I liked about him as an actor. I was like, you know, I don't have to read nothing about him. When I see him in character, I get to see the character and not him. And that's it. And that's But now, it. well, now that he ain't working, I guess it ain't going to be a problem. It ain't going to be a problem. <laughs> I was going to say, now I'll see him. Nope, I guess I won't be seeing him. So it, it's, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be just fine. It'll be just fine. I mean, I'm grateful that, I'm grateful that these, that, that women are feeling like they can speak up. I'm grateful for the, the first women that came forward, but I'm also really disappointed in the media because I think about all of the women, all of the like Latina women who are working in hotel rooms that's probably getting harassed like a motherfucker on a daily basis. And I ain't seen their Mm. new story about them. Tell about it. Talk about it. Like, you know, about or all the all the black women who who probably done got their ass grabbed just on GP. Like, I mean, you know, if because they or all the women who work in, you know, industries where they are getting harassed on a regular basis, all the Asian women that are that are working in massage parlors that are expected to give happy endings. Like, why the fuck are we hearing about their stories? Oh, you know, I had to bring her up because I freaking love this woman. I don't know why. She just makes me laugh. Cardi B. Right? I love her. <laughs> she, she's so Cardi B. To. <laughs> I love her. I don't know why she's so, she is that hood friend that everybody needs. Everybody right? needs Cardi B as your friend. So she was like at an event and so, like she's, of course she used to be a stripper. Everybody knows that if you watch Love and Hip Hop. I didn't watch it, but I knew about Cardi B because everybody talked about her. But she was at an event and somebody grabbed her ass. And she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you just grab my answer? So she reacted. And, you know, it went, it was, of course, it went on social media. And the majority of guys said, well, she used to be a stripper. What should she expect? What? I should expect not to be grabbed. Right. It's like, I don't care if she used to be a stripper. Who the hell cares? Was she being, is she a stripper right now? Or was she just walking through an event? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you're a stripper or you're a sex worker, you know, you're just expected to take this. So even though there are all these women coming out, Think about all the sex workers who have probably been raped and feel like they can't say anything right. because you go, well, I mean, you're a sex worker. I'm like, what you're doing is illegal. They could get arrested. Like, when did this happen? Well, when I was selling my body for $45, he raped me instead of giving me $45. Then you'll arrest them instead, instead of looking for the John who yeah, raped them. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, but it, it's that stigma that still is being perpetuated around sexuality. You know, not like we didn't get here because somebody was fucking. Exactly. That's how I got here. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I only know of one immaculate conception. Right. One. So that means that, I mean, even with the, even with the, the it is still like in 2017, there are still more people that came here the regular way than than in vitro fertilization. You know what I'm saying? Like most of us, most of us came here regular. So the fact that we still have these hangups around sexuality is is part of the right. problem. You know, but that also that that's the thing that's also creating the touch deprivation in in these men. Is that we have to, I, I think that we have to normalize sex, first of all. We got to make it normal because it's fucking normal. Like, like it's normal. Very normal. You know, it's Very fucking normal. normal. Like, but we have to normalize it in terms of 
how we talk about it, how we react to it. You know, like we want to, we want to, we think we're hiding our children, but it's, it's like this shame that's creating this shame is so potent. It's shame is the reason so, so many women have been quiet for so long. Exactly. Shame is the reason that so many men are not able to vocalize their whatever kink they have, you know, but if there Mm -hmm. was no shame around sexuality and you were you want to pee on somebody, you could vocalize it because guess what? There's somebody out there that's going to let you pee on them. Exactly. It may not be your lady. Right. And that's okay. And that's all right. I, like, nigga, you pee on me, we're going to have a problem. It's like, right? Did I, did I say this was okay? Did I say, yeah, let it fly? Because it's, it's, it won't ever fly, nigga. Right? <laughs> well, you know, remember... You were a person. Right. Well, you remember that comedian... Um, what was his last name? Patrice oh, O'Neill. O'Neill. Yes, Patrice O'Neill. Well, yeah. he he had mm-hmm. he had a urine fetish, and that was how he found out he had diabetes. Was his girlfriend used to drink his Shut urine? Up. Yes, yes. His girlfriend Ew, used wait, his, his girlfriend used to what drink you, his urine, what? and she said your urine tastes like birthday cake, and that's how he found out he had diabetes. Oh my god! I'm not making this shit up. You could Google it. Girl. I, I was Google about to it. ask, like, does it taste sweet? Yeah, like, that's yeah, exactly because, what I was thinking. Because like, of the hey. sugar, because because his body could no longer process sugar. It was concentrated mm. in his urine and she could taste it. But had, wow. had had he not had that fetish, he probably would have died sooner because mm-hmm. he ultimately died from complications of diabetes. But he probably right. would have died sooner because he wouldn't have known had she not been, you know, drinking the golden juice. All I'm saying, I'm not a golden <laughs> juice drinker, but I'm saying it can be it. it can be apparently it is very useful. Who knew? It's sterile. Apparently. It is. It is. I only know that from dodgeball. It's sterile. <laughs> I like the taste. I'm like, what? <laughs> or like, if you're in the desert, like you know how some people like are in like disasters and crashes and everything. And like, how'd you survive? I drank my urine. Wait, what now? Well, so I feel like if you like on a desert island or you were marooned somewhere and you don't have no water and the only thing you can drink is your urine, I feel like uh, okay. <laughs> well, like oh, all right. Look, look, Stephanie, how many times you've been fucking and his sweat dripped in your mouth? You drank his urine. It's the same thing. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, in small quantities, though. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. kind of like it's, no, it's though. Less it's than, like in it's my brain, I'm a, like, it's less than a shot. It's less than a shot. Okay. You know, <laughs> it's way less than a shot. Like I never took a, <laughs> shot of, I never took a shot of sweat or a shot of urine, but I done had a few drips. Like. <laughs> Drip drops. <laughs> I done had a few drips, and you know, preferably it's 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 nice when the drips are from someone that stays hydrated, because it tastes That's not true. that salty. I'm really grateful for those people. Right. That is, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you drink enough water. Right? Like <laughs> it's like ew. What? It tastes like fried chicken. How much you did you go to Royal Farms today? Right? I could taste it. Well, you know, and sweat tastes better than semen. Mm. <laughs> it does. I had to think. <laughs> I had to think. It do. It tastes better it than do. semen. Like we, I have willingly swallowed. It's definitely semen. an acquired taste. It's it an acquired is. taste. It is. Ugh. Well, you know, mostly you swallow without tasting it that much. You know, because it's usually like you're not like sipping it slow or nothing. Yeah, it's you not know, like, it's usually just like one one gulp. Just you know, and you you finish, and so it's really aftertaste that you taste, and not the actual thing. Mm-hmm. So like I, I've never like, even when I've 
held it in my mouth. It was so I could spit it out, not so that I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like, mm, it was never like that. I ain't never had that experience. I can't be a spitter because I'm fair. It's going to run down my face. I'm bad at spitting. So I'm like, let me just, it's like thinking like, oh, bad medicine. Just, just. Yes. One, two, three, do it. You know, though, I have had, I have swallowed semen that kind of upset my stomach. Have you ever had that? No. Yeah. Like we're after. It just made you nauseous. Yeah. Just like the person had, I guess, feasted on some bitter tasting things. And, uh, Mm. and when I swallowed it, like I was just kind of like that. I kind of don't feel good now. So did it taste (laughs) differently? I don't think I want to do this yeah, again. Was, but did it taste differently? It it seemed it was bitter, but it was bitter to the point where it almost was metallic-y. You know, it was like really bitter. Oh. But I, wow. I, yeah, I was just like, mm, I'm, was he drinking motor oil? I don't what? know, but I had to I had to eat a ginger <laughs> chew afterwards. You know, I carried a, I carried the ginger oh chews in my purse for just in case he's, but not usually for semen swallowing purposes. But you know, just 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 <laughs> was, in case you get. I'm gonna say, wait, hold on. I'm like, I got carry these ginger chews. Why do you have them? Yeah, well, you know, I like mean, I, you they, know. they taste good, but then like you never know. You go out to eat somewhere, and I've been out with people where they're like, you know, my stomach feel a little upset. I'm like, let me give you a ginger chew, you know, and mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, I feel better. I'm like, I know, right? Because ginger is magical. So I just always have ginger chews. So. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to start doing that. You know, they're really useful. I mean, even for not for semen mm. swallowing, that's that was a bonus because I didn't <laughs> expect that. But um, but even just for regular stuff, like, you know, you sometimes like maybe you go out to eat and maybe you got a little indigestion. It doesn't even have to be that you feel queasy or nauseated. Like maybe you just feel a little, you know, like maybe I shouldn't have ate that last French fry kind of thing, you know, but the ginger chew kind of settles it a little bit. OK, that's good to know. They sell them. Hmm. They sell them at Trader Joe's, but they also sell them. I've also seen them at Whole Foods and where it was somewhere else I've seen them but they're really inexpensive like they come in a little bag and they're really you know they're useful okay anything for Trader Joe's it's like everything you had me at Trader Joe's yeah well that's where I get mine I love Trader Trader Joe's that's my favorite store went there last night but you know the Mm. the ginger chews they taste better than like Tom's you know like Tom's is all chalky and shit but ginger chews yeah I mean they're a little spicy because ginger is a little spicy but they work fast they work fast so they're really useful okay Definitely pick you up some ginger chews. And I have to keep that in mind. Yeah, and if you happen to have some spunk that makes your stomach hurt, you have a ginger chew. Yeah, Look, it, I, it'd be right by the bed. What? What? He's like, what's this for? Right? Don't worry about this. Just enjoy. Right? Okay. Like, this, so this is, I just pre- need this your is preventative. <laughs> this is preventative. Like, <laughs> I know. Hello. Just in case. Look, just in case you've been eating the wrong thing and it makes my stomach hurt. Right. Yeah, right. that only happened to me one time. That was a long time ago. I was like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck was, what was happening? What, I mean, <laughs> what were you eating? You're so funny. <laughs> I, I, You're so I did funny. not expect us to be Tom Boss swallowing semen. No! Like, Sensuality podcast. I didn't think we talked about swallowing. Right. Um, you, this is this is the <laughs> first time I think this. I've talked about sucking like dick. It was on the menu. But I've I've never talked about swallowing till today. What? Yeah. Well, oh, pop the cherry. Go on. You know. Look, I don't know how many more cherries I got, but. Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, I, maybe that's the last one. Who knows? You no, know, I think there's a few things. Yeah, I could think of a few. Okay. Yeah, I could think of a few. Okay. Okay, so like let's talk about dating. So Oops, now boy, that we boy. now that we live in this, you know, swipe left, swipe swipe right kind of world, do you mm-hmm. feel that dating is easier or harder? It's so much harder. 
Why? Niggas don't know how to date. They <laughs> literally don't. They literally don't. You know, I get the guys going, W-Y-D. Like, right now, I'm at work. 20 minutes later, W-Y-D. Nigga, I'm still at work. <laughs> or, when you gonna let me see you? When you ask me on a date. I literally just did this maybe, like, a few days ago. God was like, oh, when am I? I want to see you. Then ask me out. Mm-hmm. He literally wrote back, okay. And didn't say shit. Spoiler alert, he has not asked me out. It's becoming, like, so tiresome of guys going, W-Y-D, W-Y-D, because apparently we pay for letters and we can't just write out, hey, what are you doing? Right. It's like, we don't pay for letters anymore. Massa gave us whole word. We can <laughs> type them all in. And y'all, Nick Nogs, are still up writing H-R-U. First time I saw it, I went, what, what does that mean? What's H-R-U? How are you? And I'm still oh. like, y'all Exactly. You can't write out whole words. Oh, you. Was, oh, I, it's just I easier. Am, I am. I am so not. I don't know. I know Girl. LOL and BRB, mm-hmm. and I do know. <laughs> I do know WYD, but I just found that one out this year. Girl, it's so annoying. Or guys like, when are you gonna let me see you? When you ask me out on a date? Well, I'm. I am asking you. Oh, actually, you're not. Right. You're asking me a different question. The question you asked is when you're going to see me. And I answered your question when you ask me out. But Nick Nogs have decided that they don't have to. Or better yet, keep going. If I invite you over, um, how about you just come to my house? Sir, I've never met you before. Right. Why am I coming to your house where I don't know where all the knives are? <laughs> why, why, am I not co- why am I coming to that place where I don't know where all the exits are, where all the knives are? And or if there's a gun in the house, I don't know all the exits. Or if you want to come to my house, I'm like, see, no, because if something does happen, the first question I get is, well, why would you invite somebody over that you don't know? Mm-hmm. It'll be my fault if something happens, even though you're the one who attacked me. It'll be like, well, what were you wearing? And why would you just invite him over? Because I wanted some dick. I feel like I can't tell the cop this. But, you know, but, shouldn't, I feel like but shouldn't, you, like, shouldn't you be able to say that? You should be able to. But we know <laughs> that may not be the best. Um, why did you invite this stranger over? Because I wanted some dick. <sighs> I, you know, I mean, we're able to say that about other shit. I wanted some chips. I went to the store. I wanted some chips. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? We should be able to say, like, I wanted some dick. Like, what's what, there's nothing fucking wrong with that. And, and maybe, maybe, when, maybe when the dick got there, you changed your fucking mind. Especially when a dick is a girl, this guy, no lie. It was not like it was like a hookup. This man took off his pants and all I smelled was funk and I was oh, like, shit. Mm, my lady my lady boner just went Bruh. I'm like, get out. Mm. You can't be walking in here with your sweaty balls and I can smell it like mm. I, for one, I'm not go I'm not putting my mouth anywhere near that funk and you definitely not putting that funk in me. So you gonna have to figure out this out. You know, like, look, now I need no. a ginger chew. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I wish I had a ginger chew because I was like, oh, oh God, no. Oh Ugh. my God. That is terrible. Ugh. See, that'll make me go soft so quick. Bad yes. hygiene. Mm, yes, mm, indeed. Mm, 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 now. Mm, mm, now. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know, I, I've had really, I, I've had really great dating experiences in terms of, mm-hmm. um, okay. I've okay. never had, let me think, let me see if I'm about to lie or not. Uh, <laughs> 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 let me think if I ever had a bad hygiene experience. Um, no, 
Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had that. You know, I, I also like I remember one of my friends used to always talk about buttercup when we were when we were younger. She'd be say, don't she? Yeah, she used to say, you can't fuck no guy with a bag on his dick. That was her version of uncircumcised. If he got a bag on his dick, he had buttercup, which is like, I guess the when if the head doesn't get retracted all the way back and there is like a collection of, you know, semen or that I guess kind of pulls there. Now, I've never seen it with my own eyes, but that's what she used to call it. Buttercup. I thought. That was the standard name. So I grew up thinking that that's what you call it. Buttercup. I had never seen it before, but that was the, that's why when I, when I did start like having sex, I was always checking for circumcised, you know, because that's what she told me. She's older than me. Yeah. That's what she used to say all the time. Like he got a bag on his dick. He might have buttercup. Uh (laughs) Oh, I don't think I've ever been with anybody uncircumcised. So you, I have. And it's interesting. You know, it's fascinating to look at. It's because they they look they look a little bit different only when they're resting. Because when when it's erect, the 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 egg the foreskin retracts, so the penis is is out. But when it's not erect, it just looks like a like there's like there's a sheath pulled down over it. That's what it looks like. But um, oh, okay. yeah, so it just it's mm. just like an extra piece of skin that is able to like slide up to cover. So, um, I mean, it's a genius design because back when we lived on the bush and there was no, there were no pants or underwear, you know, it, it kept shit out of the dick. So it was useful. And, you know, vaginas everywhere rejoiced <laughs> that there wasn't dirt on the dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, um, so, but, but I mean, in terms of like how they feel and stuff, there's no difference. Just, they just look different when they're, when they're, when they're soft. Okay. But I, but I've 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 been with several men that were uncircumcised and never had a buttercup experience. I'm happy to to announce. Girl, I'm happy for that cuz that would just be gross. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I think that in t- like I've known men that got circumcised when they were older, which I think is just torturous. That I think that if they're going to circumcise it should be when they are infants because there's just less everything i mean in terms of pain but but i've known guys that didn't get circumcised until they were like 12 or 13 and on those guys you can see the difference in color very starkly because you can see the line like around the the shaft of the penis where they actually you know cut the foreskin off so i can only oh, imagine wow. like how painful huh. that must be at like 13 when you're fully aware of what your penis is for and everything that must be painful. So I feel like if that's if if it's something that is going to be done, it seems like it should be young. At the same time, I um then at the same time I feel like, you know, like you take away the boy's choice and I think about like I don't want like the the head the hood of my clitoris removed. That um, you know what hello. I'm saying? Like so so I'm kind of like I don't know if that's cool for boys either. Like anyways, I don't know. I don't have a son. <laughs> You, you have no one to ask. Yep, so I don't have a son, so I didn't have to make that choice. I've got one daughter, and I definitely wasn't trying to, I did not want to inhibit my child's pleasure. Like, I was so, I was so, it was so important to me for my daughter to grow up to be the kind of woman that could experience sexual pleasure without shame. I don't know why that was my, like, I don't know why that was important to me, but it was. 
And I'm I'm grateful, you know, now she's really comfortable in her in her sexual skin. She's she's 22. I'm I'm grateful that she feels, Ooh. you know, comfortable okay. in in her body. Be, and I, because I see so many women that don't have that. Like now I'm like, "Ooh, that was I was really advanced. I didn't know what I didn't know why that was important." <laughs> but, you know, like now now that, you know, now I work with I work with women that some of them, you know, I've worked with women in their 60s that that didn't feel comfortable in, in their, in their sexuality because there was so much shame put on them around it, which is unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But yeah, for those, for those people that do have sons, uh, you know, I'd be curious. I look now, the next time I talk to a woman on the show that has a son, I'm going to ask her, like, (laughs) did you get your son circumcised? And did you worry that you were taking away his choice? Mm, That's an interesting point. Yeah, there's so many things, Mm. so many things. Right, right. So many things. So you like, so how is, since you live in in Maryland, that means that you, you're not too far from Chocolate City. Are you telling me that there, the dating pool is not great? (sighs) Oh. Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. (laughs) Oh, man. Because I have guys from D.C. who are like, I got to drive all the way up there. Why can't you drive to D.C.? And I'm sitting here like, you do realize the same amount of distance from you to Maryland is a distance that you want me to travel from Baltimore to DC. That's you know what? Now, are you only having this experience with with black men? Yes. Are you yes. not? Are you not interested in dating other th- other guys? No, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I just haven't dated. Other, well, actually, one guy that lived in Delaware. It was a white guy. And so we were, had been talking back and forth and talk about meeting. And I was like, okay, we can find, I was like, let's find a halfway point. He's like, oh no, that's still too far. And I mean, I live all the way in Delaware. Why don't you come here? You want me to drive to Delaware and go to a restaurant that's down the street from your house? <laughs> no, nah, what? It's like, uh, so that's the only white guy that has kind of been like, nah, but I haven't really dated it. Well, actually, and it was a white guy I was talking to. He was like in DC mm-hmm. and he's like, oh yeah, you're a little too far. So, um, let's not talk anymore. Like he just didn't want to talk to me anymore Yeah, because I wasn't quote unquote easily accessible. That's so crazy. But to majority me. of it is black men. It's like, huh. Well, you know, I think, I mean, I live in California, so, you know, I, we like Californians, we think that we know about, you know, having limited access to other cultures, but we don't. It's like, it's so diverse here that it's easy for us to get mm-hmm. the idea that the country really looks like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, right, like, right, right, right. It doesn't. I'm, you know, so like, I think, I think people in California, the, the black friends that I, that I have, uh, their challenge is the opposite. They feel like there's the, like the dating pool of black men is too small here. Wow, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's that's the I mean, now I've I have never I've I've been always pretty diverse. Like I think I only I only dated black guys up until like my my early twenties. But I will like I remember having crushes on Latino guys when I was in in, in when I was younger, like my first Can crush. I just tell you Right? I'm currently crushing on Asian guys. Really? Yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm just crushing on Asian guys right now. Well, I think that you should go on and start sampling, you know. Girl, go on and start I, I, sampling. I, I I slept with an Asian guy one time. Mm-hmm. Ugh, look, this is um, being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who? 
wait, wait, don't tell me. Let's let's, let's just skip your yeah, experience. Yeah. I don't want. I, he might be listening. Like what the well, hell? Did you, you know, I, I was just gonna say I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best kind. Once upon a time, I don't remember his name. I do remember we went to a great um, Chinese food restaurant. Okay. And um, he drove a really nice car. <laughs> he drove a really nice Ooh. car. And we ended up going to um, this really nice hotel room. And um, it, it must have been like uneventful because I don't, I don't remember thinking like, oh, my God, it was terrible or, oh, my God, it was great. It, I don't have any recollection of that. So it must have been okay. all right. But we never did um, see each other again. Is that the only Asian guy? Yeah, I think that's the only Asian guy I've ever. Most of I've I've dated a lot of white guys. Yeah, I've dated a lot of white guys, and I've been and I've and I've dated some um, a couple of Latin guys, but I've been treated really well by white men. I mean, I've been really? treated. Yeah, I've been treated really oh. well. By, um, I've been treated really well by black men in as in as a whole, and I'm also very attracted to black men though, because I think I'm very attracted to what I am. So I'm very like mm-hmm. when, when I'm in a room, like if I walk into a room, my my chemistry picks up on the black guy in the room. Like, I okay. can, you know, okay. like if he's the if he's the kind of black guy that I'm attracted to, like I love him real black. I love me a real black man. Like, like I like him dark. You know, <laughs> I, I like him dark. I like him a little thick. You know, I look. And if he could pick my big ass up, he gets extra cool points for that. Girl. Like, <laughs> So I, I like them. I like ball. I like ball. Hey, guys, like, come here, girl. Let me pick you up. It's yes. like, oh, what are we gonna do now? Yes. Like, <laughs> we, I am. Then what's gonna happen? <laughs> I am here for that. I am here for it. Mm. But I, I like them with bald heads. I love a manicured beard. Like, I like them to look distinguished. Like, I girl, like I'm them. in the beard gang. I'm yes. in the beard gang. I'm like, man. Yes. I love a. I love a dude with facial hair and a beard. Mm-hmm. I love the polo on it. I'm like, oh. I I am with you. But if I see that dude, like, I don't even have to see that dude. Like, I can smell that dude. You know, like, girl, like, I walk into a room. I'm looking for. I tell him, like, he somebody is here. Like, because I can feel it. Like, I can feel it. And I don't have that visceral response to any other culture. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't have that kind of response to any other culture. Um, other cultures. I like I don't know if I'm attracted to them until I have a conversation. That's when I know, you know, that I'm attracted. Except for this one time. <laughs> Except for this one time. <laughs> this this one time, it was this it was this white dude. He was he was handsome. He was so he was handsome. He was tall and we were at this restaurant and and my daughter and I had gone to the restaurant a lot of times and I had never seen him before. So like as soon as he wasn't even near me, but I picked up on his scent like far away. He was probably at least 15 feet away from me. And I looked over and I was thinking, does he work here? Because he had on like the same colors as the other people, but his outfit was different. So I was like, does he work here? And he was like talking to some patrons and he ended up coming over to coming over to our table and asking us if we were enjoying our meal. And I immediately saw that he was attracted to me, too. And I was so excited because it was like I had gone through this whole thing where I realized how many of the people I had been involved with that I that that I liked them because they liked me and not because I genuinely like them. 
So this was like a really great moment because I was like, oh my God, this is me having real desire for this man. And so, mm. I, so I was very excited about that because I okay. was like, this is my desire. Like I'm desiring him and I know it's mine because he can't see me yet. And I'm feeling right, him, right, you know, right. as opposed to someone recognizing me and then me just liking that they liked me, which has been a thing. I didn't know it was a wow. thing until I discovered wow. it was a thing. It was a thing. But so, <laughs> but he, but I was very attracted to him and that was my first time having that kind of like visceral, like my body chemistry is drawn to your body chemistry kind of connection with somebody that wasn't black. He was, he was so cute though. He was so handsome, mm. but mm. oh, yeah, he was mm. very, he was very, very handsome. And he was a managing partner in this restaurant. So he, 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 you know, he had a good job, but he, I think that, I think that the fact that he was handsome was a mm-hmm. disservice to his emotional intelligence. Oh. Because I think because he was handsome, he never had to develop emotional intelligence in that way. And that's a dangerous thing. Yes, it is. Because, and I, think, so dangerous. That, yeah. I think that happens to a lot of attractive people, though, because mm-hmm. they don't think that they have to. Like, you know, and they, they show, it's played out in the movies all the time. You know, the handsome jock is always a fucking dick. And it just speaks to yeah. the fact that so often, yeah, exactly. or, or like the really attractive girl is always a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, but it speaks mm-hmm. to like in real life that we give so much, like back to our other conversation, attractive people get passes. So it's certain, certain, certain shit that they never, they certain skills and behaviors that they just never cultivate because they just never had to. Mm. And, and I think that yeah. that was, I think that that was his challenge, you know, and, and I also think that he had some core wounding and, and because he also had a, he had a validation thing. Like he was very hard on himself and very, like very hard on himself and his ability. So that really translated into like, he had a very fragile masculinity about him. Wow. Which was interesting. Uh, I should I should also add that he he was he was a he was a fine white boy, but he grew up around uh around our cousins. So so he had uh he he had um black boy swag, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he had a little he had a little seasoning, he had a little seasoning, mm-hmm. Had a little seasoning, but um but yeah, that was the first time that I had ever had that kind of attraction to somebody like that visceral, like, I don't, I don't even, I haven't even talked to you yet kind of attraction with somebody that wasn't black. Cause typically with, with people from other cultures, I really don't feel an attraction or a spark until after we're engaged in communication, which is fine because I'm a communicator. So I like that. I like, like, you know, you know, fuck my brain, please. Like, I love that. So, but, but with black men, I have, if, if they, if they fit what I like, I can I can smell him from miles away. I'm like he must be here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I smelled him. Exactly, Ooh. exactly, exactly. So so like I'm I'm excited for you to to get you some uh, Asian flavor. Please, Asian, help. Asian guys are cool. <laughs> they have really great. I was just talking. Who was I talking to? I was telling my girlfriend about. 
um, watching Korean dramas, which like we love Korean dramas at my house. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they are good. And there's a lot of them on Netflix um, in case you want to look at one. One of my favorites that I think you should start with is called Oh My Venus. It was a it was a series. I think it's like 12 or 13 episodes. And I think it came Mm -hmm. on a network called Drama Fever, which is a I think I think Drama Fever is a Korean network, but I'm not 100 percent. But I think Oh My Venus is on Netflix. Anyway, it's really cute and it's really great. But the I love I, I, I just love the Asians have great fashion sense. They just really have great fashion sense. Look, I hope nobody. I hope nobody's listening to this thinking we're stereotyping. I'm not like I'm. Not I'm saying, trying not to. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not really saying. I'm not, not saying to. all Asians got great fashion sense. I'm saying that's one right, of the things right. that I like about the Asians that I know. Like, because <laughs> and I, I have Asian friends. Like one of the things that I really enjoy about the Asian friends that I have and the Asian people that I know is I love. I love how they put outfits together. Right. Like, and they, and exactly. They do. One of my, one of my really great friends, um, she is, she is Japanese. And one of the things I loved about her is that she now lives, um, in, she, she lived in another state for several years, but now she lives in Northern California. But when she lived local, she would invite me over for dinner. And after dinner, she would like pack up the leftovers so I could take them for lunch the next day. And I loved that shit. Like, <laughs> So yeah, when she left, I was so brokenhearted. Like I went to wine tasting and I was like, once I got like a little saucy, I was like crying to strangers. I was like, my friend is moving and I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, <laughs> I was like, who's going to have coffee dates with me? Who's going to feed me? And who's, who's going to pack my lunch? Me? Like she was really like, she was, she was such, she's still such a great friend. She's like, so she was so great, but I loved that she, she was so caretaking and that was really wow that's really, awesome. really lovely i've heard and i haven't been to japan but um one of my cousins was in fact he and his wife are stationed in japan right now but they live there for a while because they both are in the military and i've heard that they that the the level of service that you get like in terms of customer service in japan is unparalleled to anywhere in the world that's what i've heard and i've heard that from multiple people Huh, that's interesting. And just based on like um, the majority of the Asian friends that I have happen to be Japanese because of where I live at. But they in terms of like how they treat you when you go to their house, it's amazing. Like you feel so well taken care of. So I can imagine. That's good. Like a yeah, whole I had a um, friend that I used to work with. She actually works somewhere else now. I got to reach out to her. She she was the same way. She was so nurturing and so loving. Like we would go to lunch. Oh, don't worry. I'll take care of it. Yeah, get whatever you want. Get anything. Girl, you need more food than that. Get that. Get that. Get that. I'm like, what the? Can I move in with you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, these are these are not stereotypes. These are just our experiences. It's I know just it's observation. Be, look, it'll be somebody that listens to this and, and come up with some bullshit that we being racist and we're not. Like, <laughs> no, no. I'm like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, isn't it crazy that we live in a culture now that we have to disclaim everything before we say it? Mm. We got to dis- put a disclaimer on every goddamn mm. thing. Everything, everything you say can be misconstrued. Exactly. Yeah. It can be. Because I think it's, I mean, it's a double-edged sword because it, it kind of is a good thing. Because we didn't used to be that way. We would just say shit 
and it would actually be out there offending somebody Mm -hmm. and you wouldn't know because they'd never just tell you. Like the thing that I have noticed, and I noticed like maybe a year or two ago, the spirit animal thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I saw it on Twitter where Carrie Washington, now she's famous, um, and said, oh, that's my spirit animal. And someone who was Native American said to her, okay, that is really, really offensive. And instead of her going, oh, you know what I meant? She was like, I had no idea. Which, by the way, Stephanie didn't have any idea either. I was like, oh, wow, really? Yeah, right. And it was just like, so now I'm making a point not to do it. And then when other people do it, I'm like, you know, that's offensive to Native Americans. They're like, how do you know? Because a Native American said it. Right. And I, so I'm like, you can say Patronus. That's offensive to who? Wizards? <laughs> Harry yes, Potter? Right. The, the fake person? The Patronus that's completely made up? You can say Patronus. It's okay. Right. And I have a friend who I was, I said it to her like it's offensive. And now she says Patronus. I'm like, good use of the word. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I learned. I learned. <laughs> it's like, I didn't jump down her throat or anything. I was just, it's like that's offensive. Well, you know, what? I mean, I try not even. I, I, now, 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 you done conjured a question out of me. Ooh. Okay, so like I'm in my forties, so I grew up as okay. a black. I grew up as a black girl. I was black all the way until I was in my twenties, and then all of a sudden, I became African American. I don't really know what happened. Mm. So, okay. how, how do you feel about being called black as opposed to African American? See, that's my, yeah, because I, yeah, so I'm in my 30s. Did you, and so did you grow up black when I was too? in college, I grew up black, and then all of a sudden I got to like like high school, college, and it became African-American because I went to a predominantly white school. So then I was always African-American. Me, I, I see it as interchangeable, but then you have African friends who live right. here. And they're like, like I'm African-American. I'm like, you're right. You are, and, I'm like, and that's the reason. Africa? Yeah, that's the reason I never call myself African American because I do have African friends or you know I've known African people, and I'm like, technically, you you are from Africa that you can trace back to like yesterday, and to me, yeah, they're exactly. African American. I mean, I would have to dig a lot to find out how long ago, and you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, I was I grew up black, but then like people will ask me you know, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, do you, do do you find that offensive? Like being called black? And I'm like, no, but I have heard people that say that they were offended by it. I'm not offended Mm. by it though. I'm not, I'm not either. Cause there's some people like, man, you can just call me black or no, don't call me black. Call me African-American. Cause that's where my ancestors are from. Really girl? What part? (laughs) Right. Tell me, tell me, I'll wait. Don't worry. I'll let you go get, you know, your um ancestry.com test done and you'll tell me. Right. Like I, one of my one of my really close friends, like her father is from Africa. Oh, okay. So, I mean, now look, now I'm a texter when we hang up and see like I don't even know <laughs> I don't know what her preference is, but like if she said it, like her dad is from Africa. So, okay. like that to me, like it would make sense. Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess if you grew up like of course, I think my daughter um, I'm not sure how she, I'll have to ask her too. I'm not sure how she identifies, but I think that she probably has only known African-American, you know, but, oh, okay. so I mean, like she's a millennial, so she, she might not have ever been called black really, but you know, mm-hmm. in fact, African-American okay. wasn't on, wasn't a Scantron choice when I was a kid. It was black. It, it or, was black. It was it black. Was. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I like black. 
right? I think they recently started adding like, are you Latino? Are you non-Latino? I'm like, wait. Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, are you Latino of, uh, are you black with non-Hispanic origin? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which my last name is Herrera, but I don't have Hispanic origin. I married a Hispanic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl. I I have. I don't have no Hispanic origin. But people like people sometimes assume it. Like, are you from the Dominican? No, I'm from California. Like, like, no, no, I'm from California. But people assume that sometimes I get like male in Spanish just because my last name is Herrera. I'm like, look, I can only read a little Spanish. Like, I don't know what the fuck this says, but yeah, it gets assumed. So yeah. yeah. So I, I'm, I'm look, I'm glad we talked about that. I'm glad we talked about race. Cause I, I always wanted, I, well, I guess I didn't always want her. I would have asked somebody, before <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but it made me think about it. Cause I have had the thought by myself, like, when did I right. become, when did I become African-American? So, I mean, I guess it's a preference, right. but I, I, I don't mind. I'm not offended if someone calls me African-American. I just don't Exactly, know. exactly. Yeah, I don't know if it's as accurate because then what do you call people that are like really from Africa that end up coming here? What are they called? Right, right. Like, yeah. um, I mean, because then we would have to call, what's her name? Charlize Theron. I'm like, she's right? African-American. She's African-American. But she's from South Africa. Yes, like, she's African-American. She's African-American. You know like, what's wait. I'm like, no. People don't want to give them credit. I remember being in middle school and one of my friends liked this guy and he was from I think he was from Ethiopia. Was he from Ethiopia? No, he was from Egypt. He was from Egypt. I knew it was an E country. It was he was from Egypt. Oh, okay. And um and he wasn't he wasn't black from Egypt. But her, her father didn't want her to, to, to date him. And that was his argument. He was like, why I'm from Africa? Like, and what can you say to that? Nothing. Like that was, that's what he said. He was like, why I'm from Africa. And her father, her father still didn't go for that shit, but, um, (laughs) like at the time he still was like, uh, no, because I, I don't know that I, I can't remember specifically. So, cause I don't want to be like, oh, her dad was, her dad was discriminating. Cause I don't know that that was his issue. You know, like, I don't know if it was just that her age or whatever and him not wanting his daughter to, to be like officially dating. Cause I think we were in like ninth grade or something. So I don't want to say that that was what the issue was, but, but I remember very, very clearly her saying that he said that and me thinking that's true, you know, like, <laughs> like, so yeah. Hmm. Look, you just bring up all of the great questions, Stephanie. I do it. I do it. Well, you know what this means? What does it mean? That means you have to come on the Mocha Mendes podcast. Oh yes, yes, yes. I would love mm. to. Like you have such great podcast energy. Well, like, thank like you, you, man. Like you have the kind of personality that seems like you should be hosting a show like your show. <laughs> yes. And I also need a co-host. So if you know somebody, please send them my way. Well, you know what's so interesting? I ha- I have somebody that I think her personality, I don't know if she's interested in co-hosting, but I know someone that has a, a personality that re- she's my friend that I said, um, is her dad's from Africa, but her personality oh. is similar to yours in terms of like your mm-hmm. sense of humor. And she's got a great laugh, just like you've got a great laugh. <laughs> and I really could see you guys having a really 
great time chatting with one another. And she's very, yeah. she's very knowledgeable. She's very well spoken. She's also very well traveled. Look, I'm happy to say oh. that she has traveled. To- well, can she take me with her? Oh, she. I she, got look. No, if I listen to Amanda Seals, y'all need to get a passport. Hey, um, shut up, bitch. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, the thing about it is like i don't have a passport i'll be completely transparent but it's never been like i have to get one because if i don't then i'm not like uh it's a status thing i'm like um look i don't have one right now it's on the list mine i think mine expired this year because i haven't traveled in a while so i do need to renew i I have but you would you'll enjoy her and like if travel is something you're interested in, when I tell you she finds all of the traveling deals, all of them, like she, she turned, I think she, yeah, she turned 40 this year, but she had made a commitment to herself years ago that she was going to see all 50 States by the time she turned 40. And and she did. Yeah. So like, I I will definitely, I'm going to send her a text after we get off and see if she's interested at the very least, you know, like you guys can talk or whatever, but I think that you would really enjoy her. And I, I I would listen to both of y'all because I'm telling you, like you have very similar, (laughs) similar, like humor, like your, your, like your, your voice inflection. She's from Philly. Oh, so yeah. Hey, fly eagles fly. Then we yes. can talk about these eagles. <laughs> I need somebody to talk about football with. Let me tell you something. I, I, I'm crying right now because my quarterback tore his ACL week fucking fourteen. What the entire hell is going on here? I mean, not Nick Foles is not a bad backup, but I'm just saying that hurt my heart. We eleven and two. God damn it. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't know. I don't know shit about football. Look, Whew. I never could follow the game. Like I'm like they stop too See, much. I can't. <laughs> See, I can't follow basketball. That's I love basketball. I- See, I'm not one of those people. I, they're like, I feel like people gonna take my black card because I say I don't watch basketball. I'm like, I really don't. I don't know the fouls. I don't know how the defense works. I, I all I know is five dudes with probably big dicks on the damn court. Okay. Dribble, dribble, squeak, squeak, squeak. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Squeak, squeak, squeak. That's all I know. Yeah, see, I was about to put somebody on blast that I heard from a very reliable source that didn't have a big dick. But I ain't going to say his name on the air because I don't want to be that person. But as soon as we hang up, I'm going to tell you who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Look, very reliable source. Very reliable source. Like the the doctor's office kind of reliable source. So I'm going to tell you all. Oh. See. <laughs> oh my see. god this this has been great okay yeah. i'm gonna ask you one more question and then and then okay. we're we gonna talk off record yeah okay so do. so what is your favorite way to be taken care of after sex like what do you what like at the end of a sexual experience what what kind of caretaking would make you feel complete in the experience hmm what's considered caretaking Whatever, whatever you, it looks like for you. Like, it could be like, leave me alone, don't touch me, because that might be how you need to be cared for after, like, don't touch me. You know, whatever, whatever it looks like for you. Like, whatever would make you feel like, okay, this was really good. I think it is guys who like to do soft kisses after. Guys are like, mm, do you want something to drink? Come back and just want to cuddle after. I know some people, they're weird about that shit. Me, I like it. Mm-hmm. I like the soft kisses. I like the holding. I like the 
just the talking after, even though sometimes you just talk about stupid shit. You might talk about reality shows or whatever, but just that intimacy after. Yeah. It means something. I like the soft kisses, the kisses on the shoulder, kisses on the neck, the nibbling on the earlobe. I like that. See, I'm one of those people. Look, I'm not mad. I, I like a little of those <laughs> things. You know, unless it's one of those big giant orgasms where I'm like, you know, don't touch me for about, you know, five minutes. Like, I need you to I stay need on some your space. Side. But other, <laughs> otherwise, I'm I'm here for the cuddles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, whoo, wait, hold on. You just blew my back out. Hold on. Give me a minute. <laughs> go to the bathroom. Go fix you some eggs. Do something. I don't care. But just leave me alone for like 10 minutes and then I'll be good. Exactly. I yeah. need to come down from this mountain. Yeah, and, and that's what it's like you sometimes to the peak yes gotta, gotta slowly walk down let me walk it down Woo-saw. <laughs> <laughs> well you this has been this has been amazing like look you just made my day i've had a really long day i've been up since 2 30 a.m 2.30? Yes. And There's a 2.30 a.m. now? There, you know, there is. Imagine that. I didn't I know. There... I didn't know until today. It's kind of like, that's the 3.14. There's a 3.14 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, really? You were just, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, where y'all getting these numbers from? I feel like y'all lying. Fake news. There's no <laughs> such thing. People are asleep. Sleeping hours, there's no such thing as these hours that you talk about. <laughs> when I'm asleep, these hours don't exist. So if it's not 6.25 a.m., if it's before that, I don't know what you're talking about. Look, well, well, I hope I don't know. I don't know. I hope I don't know what I'm talking about tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, unless unless we fucking at 2.30, but you're usually not looking at the clock at 2.30. You're just trying to get your nut and go back to sleep. Well, I wasn't fucking. That's all I got to say. But <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fucking. Just up. Just up. Aw, shit. Yep, just up. The Sensuality Project is produced, edited, and hosted by me. Music by bensound.com. The Sensuality Project podcast is a production of stacyherrera.com. 